is Del Henry with Retirement Talk. On today's program, I want to give you a couple of examples of the pursuit of happiness as I've experienced them. This is all in accordance with the Spinozian theory that was the topic of our last program. Recall that Spinoza advised us to realize that happiness lies in the movement from a state of lesser perfection to yet that of a greater one. To him, happiness lies in the movement, not the attainment of a particular goal or project. Around 25 to 30 years ago, I'm not sure of exactly how long, but somewhere in the distant past, my daughter bought an old VW bus. You know the kind, funky, cool, and in bad need of attention. As her father, it was my privilege to make this rig fit her needs. She was an aspiring archaeologist at the time and needed something good for camping, so a new sound system needed to be installed. Then the rear seats had to come out and a sleeping arrangement constructed, bones and feathers attached to the dash, etc. Lying on my side on the floor of the bus, reaching for something in the back of the bus, I twisted my back. Sciatic damage was the verdict. Trips to the doctor, limping, foot wandering, physical therapy, and drugs. Everything was tried. Nothing was successful. Over coffee one day, I heard of a back specialist who used Tai Chi to fix what was broken. Revive a back was the name of his business. Doctors were talking of back surgery, and I didn't want to go there. I decided to try the Tai Chi guy. I thought that I would give him one visit, and if there was no improvement, that would be my first and last. All these years, and I have been doing Tai Chi every single day. It's been a continual progression. It's movement. It's Spinozian. Each day there is improvement, and I mean every day. First thing in the morning, I never skip. My instructor taught me to sense my body, to feel what was happening and where. It's amazing. Now, my wife is sick of hearing about it, but each day there is something else going on. The back healed. The posture changed. The head position changed. The body relaxed more and more and more. There's been no end. It constantly amazes me. But the study of Tai Chi has become as natural as breathing and has continually provided me with the movement physically and mentally, that Spinoza advocated. Another great example of this method was introduced to me by Miss Joe, my high school psychology teacher. One time she drew a straight line across the board. This straight line represented us and the life we were to lead from birth to death. Then she drew wavy lines, one line really, that rose and dipped below the straight line. It looked like high hills and low valleys. Then she colored in all the high hills and said that they represented things that we had already done or learned. How to speak the language, read, fix a motor, cook a turkey, etc. The valleys that were not colored in represented things we had not done or experienced. We don't know how to swim ride a motorcycle, 
operate a computer, or visit New York City, Paris, Madrid. You get the picture. She went on to say that to be a complete person, we need to come back and fill in the valleys or hollow areas. We can continue to learn throughout our life. We need to keep expanding our abilities, knowledge, and experience. She advised us to fill in the gaps. That was her way of saying we need to keep moving, always continue to learn. When I retired from work, I looked at where these big holes existed. I could not read music, nor could I play an instrument. Thirty years ago, I picked up the classical guitar because I loved the sound, and it was portable. It has provided me another continuing avenue for actualizing the Spinozian advice. Every day, since then, there has been movement towards understanding music and perfecting the instrument. It's an endless task, at least it is for me. I think it's much easier to learn to play an instrument at an earlier age rather than in retirement. Of course, it's probably easier to learn many things at an earlier age than at a later one. But time does not allow us to learn everything at an early age. Something has to wait. It's those gaps one must consider. Of course, it can be a bit frustrating to put yourself back at the beginning, whether it's exploring a new area or developing a particular skill. Look at it as a lesson in humility. We all need a little dose of that now and then. The pursuit of happiness is dear to us all, realizing that it lays in the movement between increases our chances of knowing it when we see it, to avoid being depressed when we reach our goal. As an example, retirement. We need to keep this in mind. We need to have something else to be going towards. We need to maintain the movement. As a little side note, I recently read of a 95-year-old woman in Vancouver, B.C., who just shot her first hole-in-one. She's been playing golf 77 years. Her advice? Don't give up. One more side note. If you would rate or review this podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, it would help. I'm being drowned out by banks and financial institutions who create slick money and financial-focused podcasts concerning retirement. When I first started these, they weren't doing podcasts, but they've come on strong. Money Talks. If you have comments, suggestions, or questions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.